Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. What is marriage? Is it sharing a home? Is it being in love? Is it a promise? Author Sam Albury has written a children's book to show us that marriage is much more than these things, and he's meant to be joining us this hour. Well, hopefully uh, he will get here. Looking forward to that conversation, if indeed it does happen. It is Don Steve in the morning, and glad that uh, you are with us on this Tuesday morning. And uh, I had a first happen oh, over the weekend. Do tell. Oh, I was so kind of confused initially <laughs> and perplexed. Like, what do what, what is going on, and what hmm. do I do? Um, about this, and which now has me uh, more tongue-in-cheek asking the question, what do I do next? So here, here's what happened. Okay. Um, our kids were at church because they had this kind of all-day-long Saturday all-in for him. Like It's almost like, think, uh, day camp during the summer, but just on a Saturday yeah. in, in March. So our kids are there, and the time comes that we need to go pick them up. Mm-hmm. So we're driving through our neighborhood. Very slowly, because our neighborhood, there are a lot of kids who, you know, go outside and they play all the time. Lots of kids in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so we're driving along very slowly. We see some neighbors. We turn, wave at them, driving down the road. And then all of a sudden, there is this noise, just this big plunk. Oh. Like, plunk. And... It's that sound that just scares you. Like you ran over something? Like you ran over something. I'm like, oh my goodness. There's, was that a kid's tricycle? Oh no. Like what in the world got left on the street that somehow we didn't notice? Mm. It kicked up, sounded like it hit the uh, underside of the the, the car. That's a sickening feeling. Right, the passenger side, rear side is where the the noise was. Because last time something like that happened, you ran over like a toolbox on the highway and totaled your car. Uh, Yeah. But this time you're good one. No, no. But this time you're going slow in the neighborhood and you can't see anything? I mean, there is nothing on the road. And I'm like, what in the world just happened? Did something fall off our car? Mm-hmm. Did all of a sudden, <laughs> did, do it drive over something? Did <laughs> did all of a sudden, like, some bolt rust out? But the car's not that old, that that shouldn't be happening. Uh-huh. You know, and mm-hmm. the, all of a sudden, something just drops off the bottom of the car. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm looking in the rearview mirror. Nothing is on the road. Okay. It's like, did it, did it get caught up in that? <laughs> I mean, so that's good, but. Put the car in park, you know, get, get to the, the shoulder, put the car in park, climb out. Looking around, there's nothing. I get down on my hands and knees. I'm looking underneath the vehicle. There's nothing. <laughs> sure. There that's not supposed to be there. And everything that is supposed to be there is there. I'm like, Good. I don't. And all of a sudden, one of the neighbors is like, you hit my dog. What? I'm like, I, are, are you kidding me? In fact, that's what I said. I'm like, are you kidding me? She's like, you hit my dog. I'm like, how do we? Hit, I'm not how, laughing. How do you? Because that's your a dog? sick feeling. Oh, it, it was a horrible yeah, feeling. That is a sick feeling. It was just like, oh, my goodness. She's like. You want to come see? They're like, okay. So we walk over, and sure enough, there's an injured dog. Oh, like, what? But I now. But now, you didn't run over it. Well, there was no bump. There's no like. And this is going to sound bad, but you know, like when you run over something, you, you kind of oh, feel yeah, the car go up and yeah. down, right? Yeah, like yeah, bump. Yeah. Uh huh. There was none of that. The dog's limping, but the dog is not yelping. The dog sure. is not. Like screaming, crying, oh, whining, stop, whatever. Stop. Right. So I'm thinking, <laughs> if I ran over the dog, this is a big car. This dog is going to be like, yeah, really, it's going to really be a hurt. mess, right? Mm. Really hurt. That's not going on. So I'm so confused. Like, cannot figure out what's going on. And uh, we, we 
talking to the neighbors and you know they're kind of massaging the dog's leg and whatever and then slowly it, it starts walking and it's kind of like working it out and then I reach down and I pet the dog and the dog starts wagging its tail okay and like, good dog's, dog's okay wow wow what in the world happened well we figured out later as we look at the car the side of the car mm-hmm. the dog ran into the car oh you didn't run over the dog I didn't the run dog over the dog over the dog ran into the car <laughs> What kind of dog runs into the car? Uh, that's this is a good question. All right, and what it's, in the it's world? not a small little car. It's not like one of those little smart cars. No, it's an SUV. It's an right? SUV. Uh huh. Like the, a high, the midsize. And it uh, right, and it's not like it's blue. It's not like one that you don't notice. Not that how would you not notice an SUV? Um, yeah. Right, and so I walk up, and sure enough, there's this like. Almost like small scrape and dent along the car. And, <gasps> what? Right. It's not like, didn't like puncture the paint line or anything like that, but just a small little dent. And we're like, well, now I need my dog fixed. <laughs> <laughs> now do you but, go to the neighbor and say, I, right. the dog hit my car? So that's the question. <laughs> like, I think I'm just going to let it go <laughs> because I mean, the dog got hurt. I felt bad for the uh, dog. Right, right. Right. Even if it was the dog's <laughs> fault. Even if it was the dog's fault. But there was that, you know, when you, you think like you've been involved in someone or something getting hurt like that, there's that huge adrenaline thing. And like, oh, you feel so bad. Oh, yeah. So bad. And, and so finally, you know, you get through the, the adrenaline dump and settle down and the dog's going to be okay. And then as we continue to look at it, you're like, that's what happened. The dog ran into the car. Oh. What kind of, and and so I'm, I'm still kind of confused. What kind of dog? How do you miss that? Yeah. Well, he maybe he was like the kid, you know, when you're running and you're not paying attention because you're chasing a ball or something and you hit a car. I, that's all I, I can figure is I, he, yep. was, he was focused on something else. I'm over here processing it from an insurance standpoint. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> Ben, my honey who works for uh, an insurance company, would that be a homeowner's claim? For the dog owner, when the dog hit the car, <laughs> is that even covered? Because then the deductible would apply, and usually your homeowners has a huge deductible, so you can afford homeowners insurance. Yeah, I I don't know, but I think you have some kind of claim somewhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not I that you're gonna. I think we're just gonna let this one go. Let this go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> exactly. Mm, probably. Probably best for neighborly relations. Exactly. To yep. just yep. say now the. Did the neighbors, like, were they finally okay realizing the dog was going to be okay? And- oh, I don't remember if it was later that night, like late that night or mm-hmm. early the next morning. The the neighbor texted my wife and said, hey, I'm so sorry. I It was totally our fault, our bad. You know, the, the dog shouldn't have been out. It got loose, whatever. And, sure. You know, and it, it, everything's fine and it's okay. And, you know, I, I just reacted strongly because... Well, my yeah, dog your dog's hurt. hurt. Yeah, and I get that. I do right? too. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. All good. All good. <laughs> that was the deal, right there. The dog had freedom. Exactly. No leash. Not in the backyard with the fence. He he was just like, I'm out of here. Yep. And, and it he took ran off. Smack into your car. Ran right smack <laughs> into the side of the car. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. So well, I'm glad everybody's okay. Yep. That is a first. Oh my goodness. Don and Steve in the morning. Moody Radio. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. On YouTube today, Todd Nettleton of Voice of the Martyrs gives us an update on the persecuted church. Join us on the journey to reach 200 subscribers in March. Search for us at youtube.com forward slash at Dawn and Steve.
And we are glad you are with us on this Tuesday morning. Uh, appreciate your text uh, continuing to come in from an earlier conversation about <laughs> churches and then uh, many people uh, commenting about uh, the dogs uh, story yeah. as well. Kathy, uh, you talking about that. There was a friend of yours where their dog chewed up and damaged the front bumper. I, I wonder what kind of dog I... decides that that's going to be their teething toy as right? the front bumper of a car. I know some of them are kind of rubbery or have, you know, different materials they're made of, but hi, yay, yay. I'm glad Pepper wasn't much of a chewer. I mean, toys, yeah. yes. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, that, <laughs> this is why I didn't want a dog. Uh, right? Yeah. I know. Because you never know. You could get some, one of them that chews your bumper off. And that can happen, um, and a lot of other uh, animals may decide to uh, plow into your car as well. Chris, you're texting this morning from uh, Middle Tennessee saying that you had a somewhat similar experience years ago, driving home from work one evening. Deer comes out of nowhere and decides to run right into the passenger side oh, of your truck no. and put a pretty good dent in the door. Mm. <laughs> Just makes me wonder, what do animals think that thing is? That big, big thing, that big object? You think you're going to run right through that? Listen, I pray all the time for all of God's little creatures to stay where they're supposed to stay and off the roadways because that kind of stuff just intimidates me. It, because deer have no sense of hopping in front of a moving vehicle. Uh, I was coming home from the theater the other night. Um, it, it, we'd had, I guess it was Tech Week, and I could see ahead of me that there was a deer in the road. Now, as it saw the headlights, it went on out of the way. But I'm like, just stay over there. Uh, yep. Please just stay over there. Deer in particular kind of just, yeah, unnerve me mm -hmm. because of the fact that they don't pay attention to what they're jumping and leaping and bounding in front of. And oftentimes they will hit you. Oh, it, just uh, right. like you said, Chris. Jump right into your car. Uh, yep. I remember, you know, my husband has worked for this insurance company for years and for a, a period of five years he was an agent with the company we had a, one of our insurance come in one time and bless him he had a broken cheekbone from the hoof of a deer oh that when the car hit the deer it went through the windshield and uh -huh. on its way to exit the back of the vehicle oh my it the hoof hit he was in the passenger side the hoof hit our insured and broke his cheekbone on its way to exit the back. Oh, my. Oh, it was awful. And the car was, I mean, yeah. It, so there are lots of deer stories. I know yeah. dogs hit the sides of vehicle, but deer, I'm going to think. They Far have more a so, I bet. Yeah, yep. They're more successful in hitting cars and cars hitting them, unfortunately. I'm just glad everybody in your case ended up okay, including Everybody's the dog. Everybody's fine. Yeah. Yep. But Thankfully. Appreciate you texting in these stories because we can relate, can we not? Eight hundred five 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 seven eight nine eight. Music from We the Kingdom, Miracle Power. Oh, you missed that number. Let me give it to you again. I'd love to. You can text or call eight hundred five 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 seven eight ninety eight. Feel free to save that number and. Call anytime. Hey, glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. It is Don and Steve in the morning. And uh, if you want to ever join the conversation, certainly welcome to do that at 800-555-7898. That's 1-800-555-7898.
Yesterday, mm-hmm. you were talking a little bit. We we're talking about Jesus Revolution, yes, and the movie that uh, has been a box office success, mm-hmm. hit thirty million dollars already um, after this past weekend here. And when we were talking uh, with some of the producers and people involved in the production of the movie, they were talking about how even during the filming of the movie itself, people were coming to faith in Jesus. Yep, which. I mean, so cool. I so know. cool. One of the other things that uh, has been fun to kind of read some of the stories and how people are reacting to this is is not just the way that um, people are supporting this Christian film by mm-hmm. going to the theater and, and spending their money and saying, we want to support a project like this. But apparently, people are coming to Christ after watching the movie. Yeah. Which is so cool. I mean, the gospel is so clearly presented by Kelsey Grammer's character, um, you know, Chuck Smith in, right. in the movie is the character, and, and Kelsey plays him. And not only did this change Kelsey's life, like we were talking about yesterday, but it is changing the eternity of some people who are going to watch this movie. That is amazing. And if you're not, if you're already a Christ follower and you see this movie, I've heard several people say it just reignited their faith. And to see how God moved during that season, many remember the late 60s, early 70s were totally alive during that. We were talking to our station manager, Scott Thunder, yesterday, and he said, you know, I I was saved like five years after that, yeah. that season. And it's just incredible to see how God is using this storyline to point people to himself. Cheryl, you texted in from Alabama yesterday and said that you and a bunch of friends dressed in 70s outfits and went to see (laughs) the film i think you're my kind of people i just love that to to have a little fun and and to realize that you know god we of all people have much to rejoice about yes life is hard there's no doubt about that but eternity has been settled when Mm -hmm. you have a relationship with him and i think that's what i took away from the movie It, it really it doesn't matter how upside down this life gets and how difficult it gets. I mean, I know that's kind of a, a a statement that could hit wrong, but bear with me. God is still in control. Mm-hmm. He is still moving hearts and changing lives to follow him. And that is honestly what life is to be about is us living out the gospel. And I think we do get down in the quagmire, uh, but He's the lifter of our heads. Remember, mm-hmm. he's the one that sets our feet on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. So what what can we do to cooperate with how he's moving? And in that movement, Chuck Smith cooperated with the Holy Spirit, let Lonnie come into his life, and the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. And, you know, as we have looked and focused quite a bit on Asbury in recent weeks mm-hmm. and other places, let's pray that, you know, God continues to whatever has kind of started that that would be continuing to be fanned into flames and that uh, some sort of revolution, if you will, revival would take place in this country. But you talk about just the messiness of life and some of the struggle that that we face. Um, I I was so encouraged recently because that has been the topic or the theme of uh, this Bible study that I've been in, and along with your husband, Ben, uh, we've been looking at the Old Testament. We've been looking at basically mm-hmm. from that period of King Solomon to the end of the Old Testament. And this past week, the theme 
that uh, we really kind of drilled down on was the the themes of suffering mm-hmm. and struggling mm-hmm. and just the reminder how even when the suffering that we face might be allowed by God, might be the incredible painful things that we face, maybe the natural consequences of our actions, might even be God choosing to uh, allow that suffering as a form of judgment. Um, so many different reasons that he may allow that to, right. to bring us back to him, to mm-hmm. awaken our need for him uh, so that he could be glorified. So many uh, reasons that God may allow that suffering is just the reminder that even in the midst of that, God walks through that with us. Yep. And he is our, our comforter, our peace, all that. So, you know, whatever you're, you're, you may be facing today, I hope that you can be uh, reminded, encouraged that God is aware of what you're facing. Whatever suffering you're walking through right now is not catching him by surprise, that he is there with you, and that he may do a work through what you're facing right now that will bring him glory and do you good. Mm-hmm. And I know that's hard right? in the middle of that to cling to that truth. But you look at you know what we saw back in the, the 70s and nationally, the, the late 60s and early 70s, there was a lot of heart. There was a lot of dysfunction. There was a lot of pain. There was a lot of cultural unrest. There was so many things. But God chose to move at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I hope that he chooses to stir at this point in time in this nation and then in our own personal yes. worlds as well. Well, because you can't, you can't change a nation, but you can allow God to change you and mm-hmm. then the impact that he has on others' lives through you, that's where you start to see others change. Do you have a relationship with him? That's the biggest question of any given day. And if you do, we celebrate with you. It's fun to be family. And if you don't, we want to talk about that. We have a video. It's three minutes that we can send you. talks about knowing Christ, how he is the bridge. So the key word to have us send you that link is K-N-O-W, no, to Moody Radio. Head on over to our Facebook page to get all of today's info on the show. Call or text 800-555-7898 to join the conversation. Yeah, use that number right now. Let us know what your favorite cereal is. It's National Cereal Day. Mm-hmm. Grab the bowl, grab the spoon, the milk. It sounds good. Fave cereal. Do you, you got have a favorite? favorite? <laughs> I do. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. All right. Well, at least uh, it wasn't the jinx you can't talk like that you did a couple weeks ago to me. <laughs> Darn, I forgot that yeah. one. <laughs> no, 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 no. We got to finish the show. All so, right, all yeah, right. you could talk. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. I mean, I've, I've quite a few that I really like mm-hmm. a lot. But if you ask me for the top of the heap, top of the pile, number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That kind of reminds me. So my son loves frosted mini wheats, has since he was young, but he also loves cinnamon life. Oh, yeah. That. That's the best mm-hmm. life for I, sure. I tried to get him to do cinnamon toast crunch. They never were super fans of that. No? Mm-mm. Golden grams? Yeah, they'll do gold. So the favorite cereal in my house when the kids were growing up was whatever was on sale. Uh, sure. Yeah. But then when I started shopping one particular store, that had, you know, cereal for lots, lots less than uh, he just gravitated toward Frosted Mini Wheats, not the off-brand, and that's where he stayed. 
All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go through the cereal aisle with the kids, and you know it doesn't take very long. At least for my kids, and I mean, uh-huh. like the Lucky Charms. For whatever reason, <laughs> those marshmallows seem to be such a big hit. Uh huh. Do you know you could actually buy just the marshmallows? You can now, right? Yeah, just bags of the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Ah, uh, th- therein lies why it's the fave, right? I, Sugar! Yep, exactly. <laughs> I remember as a kid, if I got Lucky Charms, which was so rare, uh, then I would just pick the pick the marshmallows pick out. out. The, yeah. Yeah. I Growing up, I loved the uh, Frankenberry and Count Chocula. That, you remember those? I Blueberry? Do. Yep. I loved all those when I was a kid. I'm not sure I have a favorite cereal now unless... I, I could argue that I like oats. Oats? Hot cereal. Mm-hmm. Like or oatmeal? refrigerator oats. Mm-hmm. Have you, you've made refrigerator oats, no? Refrigerator yes. oats? Yeah, dude. What is refrigerator oats? I mean, I've had lots of oatmeal, uh, steel cut, the whole deal, whatever. But what are refrigerator oats? I love refrigerator oats. You take kind of equal parts of oats. They need to be whole. Okay. Whole oats. Um, yogurt and or milk. Mm-hmm. And then fruit. And you put them in the refrigerator overnight. And, of course, all that moisture absorbs into the oats. And they stay raw, which is good for you. And then you have breakfast in the morning. That sounds Some good. people put cinnamon. Some people will put a sweetener in there. I just like it plain. I don't know what's not to like about that. I quit doing it. Does it does sound good. Because of all the dairy. And so, oh, I have cashew yogurt at my house right now. I could go back to that. You could. Oh, and that way I won't. Okay. This whole dairy thing that we let go of, you know, I'm still very conscious of that, even though I'm having some. Um, but yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for that. All right. There you go. <laughs> well, Jim, appreciate your text this morning. You said that uh, peanut butter Captain Crunch is your favorite there. Oh, yes. And it's on sale a lot, apparently. <laughs> that's great. So that's good. That's great. And oh, Lee, you're in Mississippi this morning, sis. You said Captain Crunch, peanut butter crunch. Okay, see? And that saltiness is addictive. Anything peanut butter has my vote. And oh, yeah. Kathy, you like the overnight oats, and you can do it either with that uh, the oats or the quinoa. I, I would go for that. And chia seeds. I did leave chia seeds out of mine for a while because the calorie count gets really high. I know, I know, I know. It's just a thing in my brain. So chia seeds? Yep. They're high in calories. They're really good for you. I okay. But once you get a couple of tablespoons in there, it's like, wait a minute. Is it really worth it? It just depends. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, see, I'm learning all these healthy things lately. Yes. My diet has most of my life has not been that great. It's not been atrocious, but it's sure. not been great. But now we are like focusing on eating healthy and mm-hmm. I'm learning all these new things. So chia seeds would be one of those. Chia, um what's the other one? Oh, it just left me. It, but you can make flour out of it. There and and it's good. Like yeah. it's not I used to think I can't eat healthy because that's what rabbits eat. <laughs> but exactly. there's so many more. So many more. There's lots of good options mm-hmm. out there. You have a favorite cereal text this morning at National Cereal Day 800-555-7898.